Hello friends and welcome to the Winding Road Podcast. You know, I had a couple of thoughts before I clicked on here today. I was uh, reading a devotional and it simply said that man... We think of ourselves as the measure of all things, but the more, God, God, the more we can't understand or comprehend most of all of that or whatever else is going outside of our brains, of our mind, of our reality, but yet we think that we're the shit and we're the be-all, end-all of the universe. Obviously not everybody thinks that. People like me try not to think that. But overall, I'm talking just as a whole because it's all we know, right? And that's it. If that's... It's just like we're inside the box, man. And we cannot see what's on the outside of that box. We can only see what's on the inside. There's so much, just like if you got a can of Dr. Pepper or a can of Coke or whatever it is, pick it up right now. Look, you know, find something empty. Look inside of it, you can see, you know, there's just the wall, a blank of nothingness. And that's all we see. And then our minds create our reality of inside that damn can. But on the outside of the can, is all these different ingredients of what is inside the can, what's on the outside of the can, what makes it all up. And we can't see that, guys. We are starting to learn a little bit more as we continue to evolve, as we continue to work our way towards being the universal human, as I like to talk about, and as Gary Zukoff put it, in his book, and that's just a label, that's another label for things, like I said, I don't like to put labels on things, but but we are gaining a deeper understanding of things, yet yet we're we're also going in the total opposite direction as a world, you know, being caught up in pleasures and these fleeting things and clicking on 10, 20 second videos and losing our attention span and so, oh, that's boring, we gotta click on to the next thing and we're caught up in these momentary things and not not being spiritual, not seeing the greater good, not being able to see these deeper things. Like there's, it seems like more so than ever, and perhaps that's just me saying that because I'm living here now. I'm sure other people said the same thing back in the day. They just didn't have the opportunity with the technology to get on here and talk about it and to hopefully reach a whole lot of people. Obviously, people back in the day did reach people through their writing, and ultimately, that's really what I am and who I am at my core. And like I said, whether I inspire one person or a million people, that one person could inspire a million people or more. But it does seem like we're trending in two different directions, and there's just a battle going on a battle 
not against flesh and blood, as I like to say, but against the rulers of the heavenly realms or the good, the bad, the evil, the yin, the yang, all that stuff. That was a took that from a Bible verse that says, you know, that that's not what our battle is against. So keep that in mind, you know, as you go throughout your day and somebody says something, their battle's not against somebody that said something stupid to you or somebody or said something you didn't like or did something you didn't like or hurt you. Your battle is not against them. It's not against anything. You could look at it that way to try not to look at it as a battle. Because if you're in a battle, you're in a fight. And if you're in a fight, there's struggle. And there are going to be those things in life. But if we try not to see that, you know, and just recognize that that is what it is because our battle is not against the human flesh, then we don't have a battle because we're no longer battling that person. And that's what I mean by taking away the battle and letting someone else fight your battle, God, spirit, whatever, however you want to look at that. That is what you center yourself in. You come to the middle of the reality of, yes, playing a sport, watching a movie, going out with your friends, going on a trip, playing a game, all these different things that are surface level things, we can have those things, but we have to realize that those are fleeting, and so we cannot get caught up in them, so we can have that, but we can also have the greater good of the spirit and of all these great things of peace, of love, of kindness, because we are in the world, so whenever we are out, we have to share these greater things with people that might not recognize them, you know? For whatever reason, they haven't had a chance to experience that, so they don't know that it even exists. Like I said, they're on the inside, guys. If we're able to crawl out of that bottle... To then see the things that are on the outside of it, then how do we reach back in and help pull other people out? And we do that by what we're doing here, love and kindness and generosity and all those things that tie together, but yet are so complex because you don't want to get taken advantage of by the bad or whatever, by people that aren't rooted in the Spirit. I don't know. I don't know. You know, the Bible says there's like chosen ones and not chosen ones. Like, that's like too complicated for me to to understand. Like, I don't ever want to look at myself as I'm chosen and you're not chosen, so I'm better than you. Like, that's, no, man. Like, I can't. I cannot do that. We are all God's children, even the worst of the worst God made us all. God allows those things to happen. Why? I did have a theory on that at one time. I'll try to think about it here real quick. I mean, you could look at it as simply the fact that God did give us free will, if you believe in free will. But yet, it also says, you know, that he knows everything that's going to happen before it even happens, but yet he gives us free will. So that, to me, doesn't make 
any sense at all. And that's very hard to understand. So how do we then simplify that? And, you know, I always go back to the, would the sun be so sweet if there was no rain? You know, if, if we experience nothing but good times here, you know, what would we have to, what would we have to work for? What would we have to try to gain in the, in the future? In the future life, in this life, if there wasn't the struggle of it, you know, like if I'm just, okay, let's look at it this way. If I'm just taken in a helicopter, an airplane, or whatever, assuming that you're not afraid of that and assuming that's not a struggle for you, let's just, let's just say somebody puts you out, knocks you out, gives you a drug, you're out for a couple hours or an hour, whatever, and you wake up and you're on top of a mountain and you see all the different beauties. It's going to still be beautiful, but is it going to be as beautiful as if you climbed that mountain and then once you're to the top, there's that exhilaration, there's that feeling of, wow, I finally made it to the top. It's going to make it that much more incredible. I really, truly believe that. If I just get dropped off there, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really pretty. This is cool, man. I like this. It's like somebody showing you a piece of art or watching a movie as opposed to you, you creating it, you making it. Yes, we can look at things and be like, yeah, this is awesome. We can explore different people's things that they did and we can appreciate it. But there's that greater sense that if we ourselves accomplished such things, because I don't know, I'm going on a different track here. That's what we do on a stream of consciousness. But if we created it, there's just that deeper sense than if somebody else did it. And son of a bitch, I got to just keep going and not be distracted because then I say that I'm going off on a different track and then I get distracted. And no, I'm not high right now because I am driving, sober and alert mind. Very, very much so whenever you're on the road, that's how you got to be, man. You can't be out driving around in an altered state. And I'm talking about myself now really driving and I'm talking about real life I'm talking about your life I'm talking about my life we can't keep it between the lines guys if we're drunk we can't keep it between the line we can try some people do very successfully then other people don't and bad things happen and that's why I have uh, started to learn that more and more and more of being sober and alert mind and has really, really helped me tremendously. Like I said, if you've been on here long enough, you know that I, I no longer drink just, you know, because of the two-day hangovers for sure, but it was really the fear of the result of being in an altered state 
and not being alert because if you're not alert I do believe that that's when the bad comes and enters because you're not at the top of your game you're not on team top notch you're slipping and when you're slipping you leave the door open spiders snakes all these things can come in that you don't want in. Shut your doors, roll up your windows, and go down the winding road. Yes, roll your window down, stick your hand out the window, feel the breeze, take that in, but if you see that there's a tree branch, stuff that's in your way, you're going to have to pull your hand back in, guys. I don't really know where I'm going with any of that, but I hope you can take some of those parables and examples and metaphors and relate them to your own life. <clears throat> but getting back on track, I'm talking about free will and not free will and how does you know why does bad why do bad things happen like I, I you know I can try to try to understand it but I don't necessarily need to because we as humans are not the measure of all things so that if I can understand that then I can accept the fact that bad things are happening, that people are going to get sick and die young, you know, like these kids. And that's why I think it's on my TikTok, you know, it's, 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 I'm on there and it says I support St. Jude's because you can pick a, pick a um, non-profit charity. And I picked them, you know, because I, like, it's just like, man, like, damn, man, like, that's just, what, a, what a horrible breaks for, for them to have to go through that. And, you know, and then I do think about, like, how blessed I am because I don't have to go through that and how lucky I am. But that could have just as easily been me. I think about my friends that's battling uh, cancer right now. And I think about that person's significant other that has to struggle like every single day for that person and that per and has to watch them struggle and go through the fears and, and everything that comes with you know having a possible terminal illness and whenever I see see that person that's uh that their significant others others dealing with that, you know, you see the tiredness, the fatigue, like all that stuff that's on that's in them, and I'm thinking like, man, like obviously, of course, they love that person so much that they want them to live, but it has to be so tiring and exhausting for them to go through that as well, you know, like the other person that has that, I couldn't even imagine. Then the other person that has to go through it with them, you know, and then it's like, of course, they want them to. To live, but as long as they're alive, they're going to have to deal with all that. And I'm sure that they would tell you that the sacrifice 
of course, they will continue to go through that and do those things because they want their other person to live so that they can be with them because they love them. But then it's like, if that person dies, then you, then they are like released from the burden of like having to deal with everything that came with keeping that person healthy. That's gone, right? But in its place is loss. The fight is over, but the loss remains and is more difficult most likely I would think to deal with than that struggle than that fight was what are you struggling for what are you fighting for that you are trying to accomplish in your life that if you don't keep fighting that you then lose And then you have to mourn the fact that you didn't do it. Whether it be from not trying or whether it be from trying and failing. But wouldn't you rather go for it and know at the end of the day that you fought, that you that you didn't give up? You know, if that person said, I don't want to fight let me be, let me die. And the other person said, okay, if that's the way you want it, then that's the way we'll go about it. And then you don't try. Then you have to be able to live and be at peace with your decision that you made to not try, to not go for these things. And for me, whenever it's going for it, I would rather go for it and then I'm not even going to speak it because I do believe that I am going to make it and I know that I've already come so far with my love with gaining understanding and knowledge and purpose there's a few other things guys and it all makes up wisdom whenever we are able to seek that wisdom, we are able to find peace. And peace is where joy is found. And then whenever you have joy, you are able to get through these fights, whether it be sickness. And obviously, I just made a parallel to sickness and to fighting for your dreams and your achievements. But whatever it is, that you are trying to accomplish because you're able to gain all those other things and to be able to talk about it, whether it just be with yourself or whether it be getting on here like I'm doing and making a podcast or expressing yourself in art or whatever it is. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I believe if you are on here listening to this now, that is in you. And you can do it and you can have the life that you want Or maybe you won't because you get curveballs thrown your way and you have to deal with the sickness of either yourself or somebody else that gets sick or something bad, the tragedies, the curves of life come at you and the only way and 
people's struggles are going to be, some are going to be harder and some are going to be easier. Obviously, it's kind of is, you know, say it from a atheist standpoint, it's kind of a little bit of a random chance. If you believe in that, it does seem very, very random and very chaotic in why that certain people have it better than others. But by thinking and seeing that, that you think somebody's got it better than you, or why am I having to deal with this? And then other people don't have to deal with it, you know? I read a post the other day as it was talking about, like, people were talking about, why does it always seem like, man, like I do everything right, and I try to get ahead, but then yet the other people are over here doing the wrong things, and they're way past me. It's because they're not doing it the right way, guys, and they can take those shortcuts, and they can get to where they want to be, but are they getting there with joy and peace? Or are they getting there with lust and greed and these things that are not good, in my opinion? They might get there with that, and they might be so blind that that they do think is great, but at the end of the day, whenever they're on their deathbed, I'm, I just wonder if those people... Don't look back and think, damn, you know, I accomplished all this, but look what I had to do. I had to basically, you know, you say you have to sacrifice your soul to get there, and I'm not willing to sacrifice my soul to get anywhere. I'm willing to try to do it the hard way, down the winding road, guys, down the winding road. I really thought about one time changing this podcast and naming it The Narrow Path. Because I do feel like God recently has told me, you know, like, yes, I do have a very open mind, but he said whenever, whenever I had that podcast about narrowing the focus, it's about closing my mind a little bit as well. And I'm sure you're like, oh, shit, we're going to get a bunch of just closed-minded, mushy-gushy stuff. Well, no, not necessarily. But I have to, my faith has to grow. My mind can stay open, but my faith has to grow. And it's seeing these other things and seeing those other possibilities, but I'm not running towards those possibilities. I'm seeing them, but if I'm narrowing my focus and I'm closing my mind, it's not even, maybe it's not even closing my mind. It's just, like I said, it's narrowing the focus. So whenever I narrow the focus, to what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to accomplish and to try to be a spiritual person and all that stuff, aware of the other stuff. And it's like I'm taking a path and I can still see the other path over there. It's like I split down the middle of a creek. There's a creek, come to a bend. The creek just just goes straight for a while or the road, you know. I'm taking the frontage road, guys, is basically. If you look at it that way, you take the frontage road, you take that country road that's on the side of the highway and you weave in and out and you weave away from the highway and then you work your way back you see the highway you see all those other millions and thousands of cars on that highway but you're off on the side road you see all that other stuff over there but you're on the side road guys and I do believe in the narrow path the path of less resistance the concrete 65, 70 mile an hour highway, that might be great. It might get you 
to where you need to go quicker, but what did you miss along the way by not taking the country roads? You know what? I, I love, 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 love going through the small towns whenever I'm on a trip. You know, whenever I'm going somewhere, if it's not too much farther, because, you know, I do believe in capturing the most of time, right? Obviously, time's not guaranteed, so why would I go a way that's an hour longer if I could go somewhere that's an hour shorter? Different subject, but same concept, same different thing. It all ties in, right? But if I'm able to get to a certain place in a relatively about the same amount of time, I'm going to take that path that's that's you know I'm able to see all these fun different things in small towns and the countryside and the beautiful trees rather than just cars on the highway man boring it's boring it's more fun on the side roads on the country roads yeah it can be a little bit more dangerous if you're on a two-lane road versus a four-lane road at least you're going a little bit slower at least you're going you know but yeah it can be definitely be dangerous and now i'm talking about our minds guys like and you know not just staying on that straight path in our minds and just continuing to do the same thing over and over day after day same boring routine nah nah that's not me I'm not judging you if it's you, but for me, like I do feel so blessed that I don't have to work a nine to five, that I'm not caught up in the rat race, that I'm able to see that there's more than life than just a paycheck and getting paid and making money and taking that money and spending it on all these different things. Like I'm good on all that. And if that makes people happy and maybe it does give people joy, then that's cool but it doesn't give me joy and i think you know if you're on here listening to this maybe it doesn't give you joy those other things maybe you're caught up in those things and you're not happy and like i said how do we get there i've talked about it a lot in the other podcast guys it's by by believing in the more something more something greater realizing how small we are but yet how great we are we are not the measure of all things but we are a ruler. We can measure, but there's other measuring tools that are a lot greater than us that we can't see, that we don't even know that exist. So how do we find out about those things? And like I said, guys, that's being in nature, connecting yourself with nature, connecting yourself with God, because realizing that the more that God, however it happened, this is all here. We're all living in this reality. And I believe fully that it all transcends. It all correlates our awake state, our dream states, what we see with our eyes, what we see with our minds. It's all intertwining and it's all interweaving together. You know, and we are on the path of enlightenment, as they say. Like, I don't like to put cliches. I don't think that I'm just one of those people that, you know, and they're doing the same thing as I'm doing on here you know, trying to just gather their thoughts and go about it. But I do see, like, I click on a lot of that stuff, and, you know, a lot of it's the same same to me. And I think it's good. I think it can be useful. And I'm not saying that they're do, doing any more or less than I am or that I'm better than them or anything like that. But 
but I don't want to be a cookie cutter, guys. I don't want, and I don't want, I don't think you should be either. That's just my opinion. But like, if I'm a, maybe you're comfortable, maybe that's just my mind. I can't be a cookie cutter. I can't, I can't get on here and just post, you know, stuff, little positive things and positive thoughts and, you know, give you some little words of wisdom and, oh, hey, yeah, this is what you should do, yes. I mean, it might sound like that anyways. I don't know. But I have to be me, and I have to be unique. I am me. You're you. But we are each other. We are each other. Love, inspire, unite. God bless.